Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursalin. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa habibina wa shafi'ina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin. Rabbi shrahi sadri wa yassili amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Amma ba'd. Respected elders, your brothers and sisters, my young friends, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the universe, our creator, our nourisher, our sustainer, and peace and salutations be upon his beloved messenger Muhammad, the son of Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and his family, his companions, and everyone who follows him in goodness. Amin ya rabbal alameen. I'd like to apologize for the late start. Uh, encountered some uh, technical challenges, but alhamdulillah, we are live now, um, and uh, I, I thank you for your patience. Jazakumullahu khairah. My brothers and sisters, we find ourselves uh, one week out of Ramadan, um, and this is when we get to judge how successful our Ramadan was, because Ramadan was a training ground. It was a time for us to train uh, for 30 days, um, uh, 29 days, and now we find ourselves in the actual test. So Ramadan was a training ground, a great opportunity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to of course gain deeds, to increase our taqwa, to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But also it was giving us training for taqwa. It was giving us training for patience. It was giving us training for good behavior. So now is the time to put training, that training into practice. So this month of Shawwal, this Islamic month, is actually a really critical month for us to examine ourselves and to see how successful our Ramadan actually was if we see the impact of Ramadan in the month of Shawwal or not. So the question is, how well are we performing now? How are we maintaining our taqwa? Or are we burning up taqwa and the goodness of Ramadan more quickly than we should be? Um, so the key, my brothers and sisters, is to maintain something good, to maintain something good from Ramadan, even if it's something small, because consistency is the key, right? As the Prophet has told us that the uh, most beloved of actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are which ones? Right? That are consistent, even if they are small. So could be some extra prayers. It could be some recitation of Quran. It could be some adhkar, some form of dhikr, something that we keep going from the month of Ramadan, even if it's not at the same level as Ramadan, but we try to keep things going, inshallah. And of course, also try to avoid something that we were avoiding in Ramadan. So we don't want to go back to how we were before Ramadan. So let's try to find something, and it may not be possible 100%, but find something that we were avoiding in Ramadan, and inshallah, try to continue to avoid it outside of Ramadan as well, inshallah. Now, with regards, uh, and one of those things actually that we could continue to do, something good, is fasting, because fasting is not something, it's not an act of worship which is exclusive to the month of Ramadan. And it's fard, yes, in Ramadan, it's, ob it's obligatory in Ramadan, but it is still valid and greatly encouraged outside of Ramadan as well. And especially when it comes to this month, the month of Shawwal, the month which follows the month of Ramadan, because Abu Ayyub al-Ansari reported that the Prophet وسلم, said that man saama Ramadan, thumma atba'ahu, man saama Ramadan, thumma atba'ahu sittam min Shawwal, kana kasriyam al-dahr, that whoever fasts the month of Ramadan and then follows it with six days of fasting in the month of Shawwal, it will be as if they fasted for the entire year. It will be as if they fasted for the entire year. Now you may ask how? 
So there's another uh, narration, it's also been reported, that fasting the month of Ramadan brings the reward of 10 like it. So if you have fast for the month of Ramadan, then as if, it's as if you have fasted for 10 months because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies the beads by at least 10 times. And then fasting for six days brings the rewards of two months. And that is the fasting of the whole year. Okay, so uh, essentially, you know, for every three days, multiply three days of fasting multiplied by 10 times the reward. So that's like fasting 30 days. So essentially, Ramadan is like fasting for 10 months in terms of reward. And then, inshallah, the six days of Shawwal will be like another two months, and then that will complete uh, the year. Now, another of the important benefits of fasting the six days of Shawwal is that it makes up for any shortfall in a person's obligatory Ramadan fast. And of course, for those who are able to fast, because you know, no one is perfect, no one is free of shortcomings um, or sins that have a negative effect uh, effect on our fasting. So therefore, you know, it is not only a, a source of gaining uh, blessings and rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also a means for making up for deficiencies that may have occurred in our Ramadan obligatory fasting. So inshallah, if possible, let us try to take advantage uh, of this recommendation. It's not a requirement, it's not obligatory, but it's, a, it's something that has been recommended by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So inshallah, we should try our best to, uh, to act upon it to the best of our ability. Even if you're not able to do all six, try to do as many as you can in the month of Shawwal, inshallah. Um, last weekend, mashallah, there were uh, a number of families uh, that took part, that first came up for the uh, drive-in uh, aid gathering, mashallah, the first time we've done something like this. Um, and uh, it was only possible, of course, because uh, the provincial government had authorized just days before uh, the, uh, the religious gatherings of that nature uh, with certain conditions, as you know. Uh, so Alhamdulillah, we had um, uh, approximately 200, actually more than 200 cars, uh, over 800 people approximately, Alhamdulillah. So Jazakumullah Khairan, thank you for everyone who joined us. Uh, and then afterwards, of course, we went out for the Caravan of Joy. Now the KMA Caravan of Joy is something that we've been doing for the last uh, four years, Alhamdulillah. Uh, last four Eids, and uh, the idea is that we share the joy of, uh, of the Eid with our neighbors, uh, and uh, I like surprising people, so we actually try to surprise them. Um, so the first year, you know, it was a Sunday, actually, Eid fell on a Sunday, so we went to local churches, uh, just in time for the Sunday service, so it was a, it was a great, beautiful experience, alhamdulillah. Uh, we usually have, uh, you know, a framed letter of appreciation and thanks, and that year actually was the year uh, when uh, we received a lot of support, mashallah, from a lot of the local churches with regards to um, the uh, the Quebec City uh, shooting, so uh, you know we were uh, it was uh, it was a time when uh, you know we uh, there was a lot of concern, a lot of fear, and our community received a lot of support uh, from the local churches. So we reached out to the churches. You know, the year after we went to first responders, uh, surprised you know, the um, the good folks at the the police stations and the fire stations, the paramedics. Uh, that was a lovely experience. Alhamdulillah. Uh, last year we were uh, visiting uh, city facilities, so thanking city staff at the recreation facilities, at the utilities, Hydro Ottawa, uh, especially for their hard work during the tornadoes. Um, and uh, of course, um, we also went to the libraries as well to thank the librarians and the library staff. Uh, so uh, this year we said, okay, we, we also, we should continue this tradition. Uh, so Alhamdulillah, this year we, uh, we chose to visit long-term care homes. Uh, so um, there were three homes that we visited. And Alhamdulillah, we have a good caravan, uh, approximately 20 families or so that joined us. Of course, we were trying to maintain social distancing to the best of our abilities. Most people uh, stayed in their cars. Uh, we had some very nice signs that said, we are praying for you. And uh, there were some kids who took turns holding those up, waving at residents and facilities, uh, and also presenting a small gift, uh, um, you know, a small tray of baklava um, and that, that signed uh, and framed letter 
of appreciation and of, uh, of, of concern. Uh, so this is a, a very important initiative. And SubhanAllah, you know, uh, sadly, the hardest hit during this pandemic have been our elders and our seniors, uh, especially in the long-term care facilities. And the situation was already uh, very challenging, very bad in some of these facilities. And this pandemic uh, just made it much worse to the point that, you know, believe it or not, the Canadian military had to be called in to help out at some uh, facilities in Ontario and Quebec. And just this week, the military released a scathing report about the mismanagement, you know, the abuse, the mistreatment um, that they then, the lack of resources, the lack of staff uh, that they found in some of these facilities that they actually went into. And it's really, really um, heartbreaking. You know, and this is on top of the fact that the seniors, uh, our elders who have been in such facilities have been isolated, um, unable to meet their loved ones, unable to go out in many instances. And uh, sadly, many have actually passed away without being able to see their loved ones because of the pandemic. Uh, this is really heartbreaking because it sort of shows you what our society um, has, uh, you know, has become, focusing on people when they are useful in terms of you know, buying things, in terms of offering support uh, and helping others. But when they can no longer offer that, um, we find uh, in many cases that they're sort of cast away and hidden, um, many cases mistreated as well. The reality, though, is, is that, you know, not everyone um, sends their elders to long-term care facilities because they don't care about them. But in fact, many families do send their elders because they care about them and they're not able to, uh, you know, take care of the, uh, of the needs of their elders at home uh, due to illnesses or lack of resources, perhaps the high level of need and care uh, that they need. Um, and they have no choice but to send them their elders to these uh, long-term care facilities. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to protect all of our seniors, our elders, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless them with good health and strength. Ameen, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Um, in the beginning, you see, when we are born, we have an age of weakness, right? And that leads to learning and to growth. So when we are born, we are born weak. Um, and uh, through the years of learning and eating, uh, and, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us strength. God grants us strength, and we become the people that we are today. Um, and when we have strength, we take advantage of that strength. We are capable of doing many things. But after some years, our age starts catching up because not every person, you know, no one actually is going to stay at their prime. And that is just the tradition, the, the, the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has designed us and I, indeed all of his creation that, you know, we get worn out over time. No one has been built or designed uh, or given life to live forever. You know, only Allah is the one who lives forever. And after, other than that, Every, everything has to come to an end and everything follows the natural course that Allah has destined for it and has designed it with. So, and we see this with athletes, right? What there may be an athlete who, you know, was, was very good MVP every single year. Um, you know, someone that everyone knows, whether it's Michael Jordan or anyone else, Wayne Gretzky, uh, you know, any, any athlete that you can think of that is retired. And subhanAllah, in the beginning, when they're on their prime, you know, they're, they're going up and they're rising. But we find that there comes an age, there comes a time where they may still be very good, but they're not as good as they used to be because the age starts catching up. And this is just something which is uh, natural. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually describes this process in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu alladhi khalaqakum min da'afin thumma ja'ala min ba'di da'afin quwa thumma ja'ala min ba'di quwatin da'afan wa shaybah. Allah is he who created you in a state of weakness then gave you strength after weakness. Then after strength, gave you, gave you weakness and gray hair. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, That among you there is the one who is brought back to feeble old age. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then goes on and says, So that he knows nothing after having known. And this is the case, subhanAllah, you know, there may be people who, mashallah, who contributed a lot and they've worked really hard and they were very uh, intelligent, educated people, people who have, you know, uh, who, who really knew a lot of things and, and were really active. But subhanAllah, there may come a point where a person goes back to a state of really not knowing. And Allah describes that in the Quran. Um, Allah talks about the Prophet uh, Zakaria in the beginning of Surah Maryam, the chapter on Mary. Allah says, Zakaria. This is a narration of your Lord's mercy to his servant Zakaria. When he called his Lord in a low voice and he said, My Lord, I am in a state that bones in my body have turned feeble. And the head has flared up with uh, uh, flared up gray with old age, and he says, And I have never remained, my Lord, unanswered in my prayers to you. So, so in, even in his prayers, he was describing his uh, his state. And you know, the Prophet ﷺ has given us du'a supplications that is recommended that we recite in the morning and in the evening, uh, twice daily. And amongst in, within that du'a, within that supplication. You know, part of it is that that my Lord, I take refuge in you from laziness and senility as well. So you see, when a child goes from weakness to strength, child doesn't know what really what strength is because you haven't experienced it yet, right? And it's something that you're starting to experience. So it's all very new and it's easy to adapt to new strengths, to new knowledge and new, uh, and new abilities as they become available. And society, like I said, embraces youthfulness and energy and growth because these are things which are attractive unfortunately though the reality is that society is not so kind when it's the other way around as we gradually start losing our abilities our strengths you know things that a person was used to for many many years it's not easy that's not an easy process you know eyesight hearing um, you know driving uh, sharpness you know may not be the same as they used to be before um, and society's norms, the ways of doing things, of communication, of interaction, values, all of those things, things are changing very, very quickly. Um, and there's a challenge in adjusting and adapting um, and accepting that change. Uh, so this is something that most of us uh, are either experiencing or are going to experience at some point in our lives. And sometimes, you know, it can be scary to think about the future, but we must try our best and have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we try to live a healthy life you know, have given a good upbringing to our children, have good relations with our relatives, you know, have a solid connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, then leave it up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it's not really in our control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that whoever places their trust in Allah, he is enough for that person. Now on paper, in theory, yes, we value our elders. So there's, you know, uh, discounts for seniors on particular days in certain stores. You know, there's of course, uh, old age security uh, benefits and, uh, you know, uh, and so on. And we claim respect for our elders. Uh, but when, what we need to do today, my brothers and sisters, is to reflect on our attitudes, our behavior, when dealing with our elders and our seniors, that as a community, as individuals, as society, how do we see our elders and how do we deal with them? And practically, 
you know, the reality is really different. It's very different in society generally, but also within Muslim communities as well. So let us examine our attitudes that, you know, are we impatient? So if you are driving or you're walking and there's an elderly person in front of you who may be a bit slower, are you impatient with them? Do you get annoyed because of the conversations or the questions or the, or the ways of doing things? Are you, are, you know, are we inconsiderate when it comes to opening doors or helping with groceries or, and, you know, or shoveling snow, offering assistance to those, uh, especially uh, who, uh, who are our elders and our seniors? Are we critical of decisions, um, of, uh, of their fears, uh, of their lack of independence? Um, are we taking advantage of our seniors and our elders, having a business-like approach, uh, you know, continuing to rely on them while we go out and enjoy our lives and earn a good living, you know, using them for cooking and or for money or for babysitting and so on and so forth. Is that really how we're treating our elders? Your parents may not say it, but maybe they don't want to babysit your children, but they don't want to say no to you, right? Maybe they're not able to help out as much as you think that they're still able to. So be considerate and think about these things because this is not the Islamic way. You know, our elders may be facing realities which may be difficult uh, to adjust to. Um, you know, they have life experience, they've made significant contributions in many cases, and they need to be honored for that. And they need to be respected and shown respect and appreciation and consideration, not just with words on certain days, but through our actions. An old man came to see the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the people did not make a way for him. So the Prophet said, that he is not one of us who does not show mercy to our young ones and respect our elders. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also enjoins that You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Your Lord has decreed that you worship none but him and do good to your parents. Allah specifically points out, um, you know, old age, if any one of them or both of them reach old age, do not say to them, Uf, meaning a word or expression of anger or contempt or annoyance, and do not scold them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that do not scold them and address them with respectful words and submit yourself. Submit yourself before them in humility out of compassion and make this dua, my Lord be merciful to them as they have brought me up in my childhood. And this is uh, specifically, uh, actually there's two messages here. So one is the child's approach towards their elderly parents, but also the fact that parents are to be nurturing their children with mercy and kindness when they're young. And that is something that is to be returned as they grow older. The Prophet also said that that the part the part of glorifying Allah is to honor the gray-haired Muslim. And the Prophet also said, that if a young person honors an elderly person on account of their age, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoints someone to show reverence to them in their old age. So it is, you know, the way we treat others is how we will be treated as well when we are in a similar uh, situation. Um, so we as a community are very concerned about our seniors uh, and we realize that we need to do more for them inshallah once our place opens up, uh, then we do plan on starting programs and activities regularly inshallah for our elders. Um, but we need to reflect, myself included, all of us, how can we improve and increase 
or our care, concern, and compassion towards our elders, yeah, individually and collectively. You know, what type of attitudes do we have? And how can you share and show more care and concern regularly? How can we do better as a community? So please do send me your ideas and suggestions, inshallah, because I'll be very interested in hearing your feedback and, and, and your ideas so that we can do better, inshallah. And finally, this should serve as a reminder for each of us that whether we like it or not, as each day goes by, each of us is getting closer and closer to our meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should prepare for that meeting so that we arrive in a good state when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy for us. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect our seniors and our elders. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant them uh, good health and well-being with Iman. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward them for all the good that they have done. Forgive them for any mistakes or shortcomings. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to please remove the pain, the hardships, and the pain and suffering that many are experiencing at the time, at this time, especially in the long-term care facilities. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Uh, at this point, I'm uh, pleased to welcome uh, joining us uh, as uh, Brother Mahmoud Sheikh, uh, President of the Canada Muslim Association. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Mahmoud. Wa alaikum assalam wabarakatuh, Imam. How are you? Alhamdulillah, how are you? Alhamdulillah. So I just came online to thank uh, every one of you and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us this great month of Ramadan. And, uh, you know, uh, this month allowed us to do worship uh, very intensely. It provided a unique, uh, diff a very unique experience. And really, as a family, we came very much, very close, but we could not see each other. But within the family, we did a fantastic uh, Ramadan, alhamdulillah. Uh, also, I want to thank all the supporters, all the volunteers, and of course, Imam, uh, for uh, meeting all our fundraising goals and surpassing them. And this is, uh, you know, we did not expect this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, um, you know, provided, uh, provided uh, this uh, blessing to us to have a community which is so supportive and so encouraging. Uh, so as a volunteer working, I find this uh, really encourages people like, you know, many of our volunteers to say continue to do the work all the time, inshallah. And, you know, I also like to thank um, Imam and uh, the whole of the volunteer team for helping us organize this Eid uh, Eid celebration uh, in drive-in Eid celebration, which uh, turned out to be you know much better than what I thought and what I expected, and it seemed everyone liked it. Um, and I really want to thank everyone who participated uh, for their you know uh, participating, following the rules, and doing um, doing what you need to do, uh, and enjoying it at the same time. And really want to thank you all the volunteers. In particular, I'd like to thank our counselor who is going to be joining us in a few minutes. We, uh, to uh, wish you Eid greetings, um, Jena Suds, as well as Nokia Corporation. Um, so when I sent a message to Jena, uh, she said, you know, uh, let's see what I can do. And within an hour, we had a conversation going with uh, Nokia. And Nokia responded within an hour as well. And Nokia, you know, on the same day, we, everything was set. And it took uh, hardly any time uh, from the time of request to the time of um, uh, acceptance uh, of the parking lot. So Alhamdulillah, so thank you for Jenna. Thank you, uh, Nokia. I also wanted to mention about uh, uh, Caravan of Joy that Imam mentioned that I, you know, my family has been participating that Imam started a few years ago. Is this Caravan of Joy, uh, uh, when we began, it seemed like, you know, something we do okay, every year, but it, over the time, uh, you know, I've come to realize the importance of this. We go and visit, visit all the service providers like churches and the communities. And, you know, it helps us break a lot of uh, stereotypes about Muslims. 
it works as an as a very important dawa it works as it builds a relationship with other people people get to know people get to know um islam and the generosity of muslims as well as we as people who participate in karwan of joy we get to speak for ourselves rather than getting other people to speak for us through our action um so if you have other ideas you no know, we'll certainly look uh, look into that and looks like eid ul adha is uh, we may have you know let's pray that eid ul adha by eid ul adha a lot of um, these restrictions are uh, removed or reduced and we can have a better celebration but as the time comes closer we are looking for ideas from you if you have ideas for eid ul adha as the time gets closer uh, please send an email contact us uh, we'd certainly like to see how to make this our program better and improved um i also like to thank all our teachers in uh, hikma school madina school and tri uh, star academy who continue to do the work online alhamdulillah and uh, with our construction workers the project uh, about 70% of the project is now of uh, the musalla renovation is complete uh, we just ordered the doors uh, early this week so they should arrive in two weeks time uh, and once the doors are in uh, and before that we'll do some painting so inshallah within a month we hope that uh, majority of the work will be done uh, hopefully all of this will li- will uh, line up with opening of um, all of our masjids uh, slowly but gradually slowly and gradually so inshallah looks like things are lining up quite well and i'm very positive and hopeful that uh, very soon we'll be able to use our um, facilities and uh, continue to do our programs so jazakallah khairan for all your support and uh, inshallah have a good week assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh i'd like to invite jena to uh, wish you with greetings yeah. uh, jena are you here yeah. i am thank you apologies technical difficulties yes. uh, thank you very much for having me here today and inviting me to share a few words Uh, I hope that everyone had a very happy and blessed Eid. Uh, I know that celebrations this year certainly uh, looked a little different than they have in the past, and I'm sure it was difficult not to be able to to gather and celebrate uh, as you normally would. Uh, and there's also uh, additional demands I know during this time, especially for. those who are doctors nurses uh frontline workers uh celebrating this holy time uh but also working to help our community as well so a big thank you for this uh i'm grateful personally for all uh all of the support uh and your generosity in our community uh during Eid but all year round i know i've seen uh, many of you coming together to help our community in so many ways uh most recently of course uh earlier this month i i saw your work with the canada food cupboard which uh, i know is incredibly impactful and helps uh many throughout our community uh, i also wanted to thank you for continuing to respect the advice of our chief medical officer uh dr vera etches and ottawa public health uh i know it's challenging but i know as a community as we keep uh, keep to the plan and we work together uh that we will get through this sooner than later 
Uh, and lastly, I, as we've just heard as well, um, you know, I'm thrilled to see the progress of the construction happening on the renovation of the mosque and, and excited for uh, the future build. And I know uh, many of you have been working very hard to make this dream a reality and have been very giving. Uh, so a big thank you. And thanks again for having me uh, and honor to join you today. Uh, thank you very much, Jenna. Thank you. Really appreciate you joining us today. And uh, thank you for everything you do for uh, the community in Canada, uh, Canada North, about four. My pleasure. Thank you. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you very much. Okay, Shamil. So uh, once again, uh, special thanks uh, to uh, everyone who helped out. Uh, and as Brother Mahmoud, Mahmoud mentioned, uh, especially uh, for uh, Councillor Jenna Setz, Councillor of Canada North, um, and as well as uh, Nokia for, uh, for making that event possible because otherwise it would have been a big challenge. Uh, trying, just trying to figure out how to go about it. So Alhamdulillah, that, that help was greatly appreciated. Uh, and we thank uh, uh, all of our volunteers uh, for their tremendous uh, efforts. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so inshallah, let us uh, make some dua. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa mubarik wa sallim. O oh Allah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, we ask you to shower your mercy and forgiveness upon all of those who have returned to you. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. O oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters who are ill. O oh Allah, please grant them relief. O oh Allah, please remove everything that is harmful from their bodies. O oh Allah, especially our brother Saud Alam who is undergoing cancer treatment and all of those brothers and sisters who are currently in hospital, currently undergoing treatment or challenges. O Allah, O Allah, we ask you out of your mercy to please cure them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, our brother and sister locally who are suffering from long-term pain and, and, and injuries, O Allah, please remove all of their hardships, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, our brothers and sisters who are ill or at risk of becoming ill, O Allah, you are the protector. O Allah, you are the healer. O Allah, please grant them a speedy recovery. O Allah, please protect them from all types of illnesses and pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Through your power, Ya Allah, please remove their hardships, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, we are helpless in front of you. Oh Allah, we don't even know what is inside of our bodies. Oh Allah, you know best. Oh Allah, please purify us physically. Oh Allah, please purify us mentally. Oh Allah, please purify us spiritually. Amin Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please protect all of us and all of our fellow human beings, especially the frontline workers, the health professionals, the health workers, the first responders, the store workers, the relief workers, anyone else, the transit workers, anyone else who is going out on the front lines to serve others, to try, to try to do good. Oh Allah, please protect them, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant relief to all of those who are in pain and grief and stress and anxiety. Oh Allah, please remove all of those hardships. Oh Allah, please remove all of their worries and replace them with peace and joy. Amin Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please open the doors of halal sustenance for all of those who are in need and especially those who are in debt. Oh Allah, many of our brothers and sisters in faith and humanity facing financial crises. Oh Allah, please protect them. Oh Allah, please grant them easy, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant us all the good return to you during this life, at the end of this life, and on the Day of Judgment. Amin Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-affa wa al-afiyah wa al-mu'afata da'imata fi dunya wa al-akhira. Ya hayu ya qayyum bi rahmatika nastaghith. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda wa al-tuqa wa al-afafa wa al-ghina. Allahumma aghfir lana ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إننا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك 
والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب اللهم انا نسالك رضاك والجنه ونعوذ بك من سخطك والنار اللهم انا نسالك خير المساله وخير الدعاء وخير النجاح وخير العمل وخير الثواب وخير الحياه وخير الممات يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انت ربنا لا اله الا انت خلقتنا ونحن عبيدك ونحن على عهدك ووعدك ما استطعنا نعوذ بك من شر ما صنعنا نبوء لك بنعمتك علينا ونبوء بذنوبنا فاغفر لنا انه لا يغفر الذنوب الا انت اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم انا نعوذ بك من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم انا نسالك نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم والفوز بالجنه والنجاة من النار يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أسبغ علينا لباس الصحة والعافية وجعلها لنا عونا لنا على طاعتك ومرضاتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارفعنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم احفظنا من بين يدينا ومن خلفنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارحم ضعفنا واجبر كسرنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اجعلنا من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ومن كل بلاء عافية اللهم أمن روعاتنا واستر عوراتنا واصلح نياتنا وذرياتنا وأحسن خواتمنا واحفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلفنا وعن إيماننا وعن شمائلنا ومن فوقنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا حلالا واسعا ولسانا ذاكرا وقلبا خاشعا ويقينا صادقا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وعملنا من الرياء وعيوننا من الخيانة اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النفاق وأهله اللهم ارزقنا الإيمان الصادق والعمل الصالح اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وتحول عافيتك وفجاءة نقمتك وجميع استخطك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن ونعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل ونعوذ بك من العز والكسل ونعوذ بك من من ضلع الدين وغلبة الرجال اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك واغننا بفضلك عن من سواك اللهم حر المسلمين المظلومين خصوصا في بلاد المسلمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المسلمين ووحس صفوفهم واصلح قادتهم واجمع كلمتهم للحق يا رب العالمين اللهم حرر فلسطين والمسجد الأقصى يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم احفظ وانصر إخواننا وأخواتنا في كل مكان خصوصا في بورما وفي فلسطين وفي الصين وفي كشمير وفي الهند وفي سريلانكا وفي سوريا وفي العراق وفي اليمن وفي سومال وفي أفغانستان وفي ليبيا وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان وحقق لهم النصر والفتح المبين يا رب العالمين عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون واذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم واقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر ولذكر الله أكبر Allahu ya'lamu ma tasna'un jazakum Allah khairan my brothers and sisters may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to protect you all amin ya rabbal alamin 
please go ahead and offer your prayers. And uh, inshallah, we will uh, see you on uh, Tuesday uh, for Children's Circle at 7.30, inshallah. Uh, registration is required and it can be found at kanadamuslims.ca slash live. Jazakumullah khaira. May Allah bless you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.